Money FM 89.3, best of prime time. Market View on Money FM 89.3. And while most economists actually think that the economy will sustain its strong rebound for the year, the recent uptake in COVID-19 infections has cast serious questions on certain sectors that are feeling the brunt more than most. What is the outlook for Singapore's economy now? And just how big or how small of a dent will the social restrictions actually have on the country's economic outlook? Well, today on Money FM 89.3, we're joined by Mr. Song Seng Wen, who's the economist for CIMB Private Banking. Mr. Song, thank you so much for joining us today. Glad to hear you you and your loved ones are safe and in good health during these times. And welcome to the show, sir. I hope you're having a good afternoon. Well, we're not going anywhere, so we might as well make the best of it at home. When the mm. reimposition of, of mm. these COVID-19 restrictions in Phase 2 high alert came about, some economists actually believe that on the macro level, it wouldn't have that big of an impact. In fact, some of mm. your peers also held on and even said that the growth could even surpass what the government is expecting. Mm. But of course, that's the macro level of things. When you dig down, though, how much of an economic impact did these re- restrictions actually have on a macro level? And then how big of an impact might it actually have on a micro level. Yeah, I think this is where when, when we look at the broader economy, we can be very cool uh, about the essential facts. Singapore is an uh, economy that is driven primarily by our uh, external wing. Uh, exports of goods and services is three times our GDP. And on that front, yes, some of the services has been impacted because of the restriction in place. Uh, well, we don't have to look too far from, let's say, aviation, for instance. Um, but because the external wing has been supported mainly by the recovery in demand in terms of quite a range of uh, key products, semiconductors, so essentially the tech cluster, chemical cluster, uh, and the biomed uh, cluster, we have certainly seen uh, continuing strong performance uh, from uh, the manufacturing sector, which is very important. You're talking about over 20% of the GDP uh, doing double-digit growth. So that's helping lift the numbers. Within the services side, roughly we can say two-thirds uh, of the economy, uneven obviously, financial services doing well because volatility in the stock market, uh, real, real estate sector um, have done well, restriction in place now, may have curbed some activities, but generally momentum is still there, for instance. Yet when we nail down some of the uh, activities which obviously has been impacted, and this is where the services side comes in, uh, for the F&B, lighting and no longer uh, an option, uh, certainly for now, and don't know how long that will persist, uh, has put pressure on the number of openings, number of closures, uh, net openings suddenly being down uh, in May and June. Certainly may continue to trend down given restriction in place. F&B taking, very good proxy in terms of how you and I feel, you know, the micro-level activities. You know, average just... Uh, 20 million uh, sing dollars a day uh, in May. That's aggregate for F and B. Aggregate for F and B. Whether you're talking about financing restaurants uh, or you know uh, fast food, including your BTS meal, for instance, mm-hmm. 20 million uh, <laughs> okay. a day versus pre-pandemic. We're talking about then 2019 um, of about 29.2 million dollars uh, uh, a day. At this worst, it has dropped down to about 14 million. You know, just you know, um, during the worst of the pandemic last year. So we have seen it recovered to about 24 million uh, a day over the last six months to May. 
This uh, was so, before the phase two heightened alert was reimposed. Yeah. Okay. So with heightened alert now, uh, uh, we may see it hovering around that 20 million uh, because you do see uh, in a pickup when people do dine in. You just order more, whether it is um, more wines or just uh, more food uh, to share. So if we are going to be seeing uh, the dining being still restricted, hopefully you know it will be lifted by, by the end of uh, August. You'll see a rebound. But certainly... At the margin, this is where the impact at the micro level for in-person activities, those that need more consumer-facing activities, taking a hit. But in the big scheme of things, uh, F&B segment is relatively small uh, of the broader economy. But mm-hmm. obviously, you and I know of friends, uh, know of uh, and, um, the businesses who have been impacted on the ground. Oh, and certainly uh, in, uh, enough uh, to see people worry and enough to see you know, morale, uh, you know, uh, being relatively affected, uh, you know, but obviously this is where it comes down to your neighborhood side, may not be as apparent, but if you come down to the CBD area, uh, my office area, uh, it, it is really quite sad in terms of number of restaurants that have, and, and, and uh, uh, eating outlets that have closed. But I suppose this is where if we don't have the footfall, businesses will be affected. Right. Is there an economic cost to a lot of this morale mm. dropping and perhaps through job loss? Uh, what, mm. how, how difficult is it to calculate the economic cost uh, of the impact on a, on a, on a segment mm. that from the top down or on the surface, you might say, oh, it's yeah. actually just a small slice. But mm. when you see the microeconomic ripples in the F&B industry, how sure. can you quantify the economic cost of that, of what's been going on it, in that particular it, sector? It, good question. I think this is where it comes down to key things. Again, is uh, jobs, livelihood, uh, businesses obviously uh, being affected if you know uh, they have to close their outlet. To what extent they can downscale, to what extent workers can be retained. I suppose the good thing now uh, is that we still have job support scheme uh, in place for help to help businesses. They 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 have gone through up and down over the last you know year and a half uh, and pivoted uh, to take away. But you know you and I only have one summer each. Mm-hmm. How much takeaway can you eat? Uh, on that side. So, what's economic cost? I suppose it comes down to one thing only. What's the impact on the aggregate at the labor market front? Mm-hmm. If we are still seeing businesses needing worker, and this is where uh, I suppose it gets interesting in terms of there are still obviously uh, quite a handful of services um, provider who are doing well. If you are you know, delivering, if you are doing the logistic front, I think you'll be very busy in terms of just delivering, pickup, uh, etc. Uh, but if you are, you know, in an, in an area where there is less footfall, obviously you, you need to be um, mindful of how much uh, of a payroll number that you need to maintain, etc. So it still boils down net net on whether the economy as a whole still create more jobs. So far, touch wood, it has been. Um, at, net creating as far as uh, local employment is concerned then you know a number of job losses so i suppose from a morale standpoint we may see some some sectors being more affected but on the aggregate country uh, wide side because jobs are still being created and you know um, the, the, the those who are graduated still can find work then i think the overall economic cost will be um, you know we might want to put it uh, very bluntly or coldly as it's small Mm-hmm. Um, mainly because more jobs are being created, which then leads to spending and and consumption. If people are getting paid, they spend. It maintains to a certain level 
the domestic economy until we get the lift from, say, extra tourists coming in, but that's not happening anytime soon. So it's really you and I, in terms of feeling secure in our jobs, that continue to spend on the local front that maintains that morale and, to that extent, mitigate uh, the economic costs of certain industries facing more headwinds than others. That, does that mean then that some of these sectors, like the construction or F&B, for instance, they might mm. be one of the last ones to exit because a lot of it will be dependent on the revival of uh, some economies and spending power to perhaps fuel a, 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 a resurgence, mm. at least in these sectors. Mm. Is that correct, mm-hmm. Mr. So- uh, Mr. Yeah. Song? Yeah, I suppose if you look outside, I'm looking at my window now. Fortunately, you know, this time last year, you know, all the cranes were like still in the air and hardly any any construction activities. Today, fortunately, you know, we have got the the COVID situation in the construction sector, in the domestic situation under control. So there is that gradual, um, you know, pickup in activities. Although it couldn't accelerate more because we couldn't get more workers in. Uh, because of the condition of the situation outside of Singapore. So that is a constraint on further growth. The thing is, on a year-on-year basis, again, if we saw that we saw the data from the second quarter, you know, it's like a hundred percent rebound on year, but just because you know you have that massive slump uh, last year. So on year we'll get that growth sequentially, you know, in many of these activities, it might be flat just because we have the restriction uh, in place. But on year, the low base of last year will, in that sense, exaggerate uh, the rebound in activities. Um, so if we were to look across all, uh, we may still see, we would still like to see your year growth. Sequentially, we saw that contraction in the prelim to QGDP figures. And the question is whether that might persist into the third quarter uh, uh, or not. So mm-hmm. much really depends, obviously, on the extent and the well, width and breadth uh, of the restriction and the impact on some of the industries. And very quickly, Mr. Zong, you know, mm. we, it has been noted that the uh, well, the, the outperformer, some are saying one of the only real mm. drivers of the uh, economic rebound here has been mm. manufacturing. We did note industrial production today growing by mm-hmm. 27.5% year mm-hmm. on year again, mm-hmm. although down 3% month on month. Do you mm. think that the trend can continue and can manufacturing do more Lifting more of the he- do more than its fair share of lifting the economy moving forward. How much more? How much longer can the manufacturing sector do most of the heavy lifting for Singapore? We hope forever, but obviously <laughs> we have to watch what's happening outside uh, as well because we have seen we, Singapore is part of the supply chain mm-hmm. uh, for many of the uh, important manufacturing activities that goes around not just in Singapore but around the region. And there we have to be mindful of to the extent. Uh, of the infection having an uh, impact on economic activities. I think I was just uh, this morning re- reading to what extent act- manufacturing activities, let's uh, say in particular industry, auto industry in Thailand, in, in Vietnam has been impacted because of the surge in infection over there. They have caused you know, a handful of the Japanese companies with plants uh, and facilities in these two countries to see a scale back in auto production back in homeland in, 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 in Japan. Uh, and obviously, in Singapore here, we are supplying some of the bits and pieces like chip that goes into autos, whether it's for reversing your car uh, or to, 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 to guide you into a parking lot, uh, may see uh, a pullback in demand. But fortunately, again, on year, the base is low. So for now, low base is helping, but we are mindful that there's that risk or supply disruption around the region, which may indirectly impact output from Singapore if 
you know, uh, the end production of automobile in Japan are being affected by uh, rising cases around the region. So supply and disruption remains uh, a, a source of concern. But for now, I suppose we are just touch wood, uh, seeing a strong lift still for manufacturing led by tech, led by Biomed, uh, also on the chemical uh, side uh, as well. So bottom line, it looks like manufacturing will continue to do the heavy lifting. This heavy lifting, the external wing is still flapping strongly as some segment of domestic activities get affected by the restriction which is in place now. All right. And well, fingers crossed mm. that manufacturing can actually mm. continue to help the economy here. I'd like oh, to thank please. Mr. Song mm. Singwoon, economist at CIMB Private Banking, for helping us understand the uh, economic outlook, at least, for Singapore as we head into the last five months of the year. As always, I wish you and your loved ones continued health and safety during these times. And we look forward to the next time we can have you back on the show. Have a good afternoon, sir. Yep. Stay safe and take care. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A W E D I O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.